Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com. VoiceAmerica.com welcomes you to Stars of PR with Cindy R. Now here's the host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We are here. Happy Thursday, everybody. And I have my very, very special co-host, who I announced last week, Diane Chandler, the wonderful Diane Chandler. <laughs> Thank you, Cindy. <laughs> the very adventurous and dramatic Diane. Hello? Hello. Oh, good. Everybody's there. And um, I know that Diane knows... So many people that she and I share in common, um, knows a lot more people, and I am really, I am so happy to welcome Dr. Victoria Drach, who I knew was going to become a doctor, a lawyer, a rocket scientist. Just for the moment she told me that she was going to be welcomed, Dr. Drach. Very much. Hi, Victoria. Long time no see, Cindy. Ah, It's been a long time, but I think about you a lot. You're always in my heart. Thank you. Yeah, I always admired you. Always admired you. You were like the star of Playboy. Nah. Well, actually, you were the star of Playmates because of your educational aspirations, and I was always very, very proud of you. You, When people say, you know, do Playmates have brains, I would always think about people like you because you came here from Russia, you knew no English. You made it your business to learn English. And not only that, go to medical school and law school and get your advanced degrees. It's really quite amazing. Thank you, yeah. Well, I actually came here on an academic scholarship. Remember, I came for one, as a one-year student to uh, a school in Florida. And then I just fell in love with the United States and decided to stay. So that's when I got married um, and uh, later on posed for Playboy. Uh, but the interesting thing is, it's, you know, it's really great to be on The Voice of America because it means a lot to me. My dad, growing up, was an anti-communist, and he used to clandestinely listen to The Voice of America. Of course, at that time, he was banned by the Soviets, and um, Soviets spent a lot of rubles trying to create interference. So you would only hear every second or third word, which would drive my mom crazy. But my dad always persisted and always listened to the Voice of America. So it has a really nostalgic uh, connotation for me. You know? Well, good. You could come on all the time because Diane's going to need lots of guests. Yes. And in honor, okay. of your, you know, in honor of your father, who was anti-communist, you know, you can be America's voice. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and the thing about having Dr. Zadrak on the show is that she truly does, she would be wonderful to have on several times because she truly does know so much about so many issues. She's very well traveled. She's met an awful lot of people. She's worked in several different industries. Um, how she keeps all the balls in the air that she does right now is beyond me. They don't always, you know, Sometimes I feel like myself like a tight rope walker, and occasionally some balls do fall. You know, <laughs> you drop okay. the balls. That's okay. It's better to have many balls than no balls. Exactly. Better busy than bored, right? <laughs> no, but you know what? It's better to have many balls than may I say that you're also, you know, I, you know, you're also a mom, which is incredible. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, you know what you're, you know what you're doing yeah. is just continuing on with your career, you know, and I think the last time I saw you, which was probably about four years ago, yes. mm-hmm. um, I think that you had your family with you. 
Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, I have two little girls, which can be quite challenging, particularly with my schedule, because I have a very unpredictable schedule. I do a lot of um, media appearances. I'm a special correspondent. I'm the resident expert on Fox News. So. Congratulations on that. Thank Isn't you. it cool? Unbelievable. Oh, it's really... a lot of fun, but they call you last minute, you know, some breaking news, and, and you get this crazy phone call, we need you, the car's coming to pick you up. Meanwhile, you're in the middle you know, trying to get girls to go to school or something. It's, it's just complicated. And then I'm usually on pretty regularly Saturday and Sunday nights on Geraldo Rivera, Geraldo at large. And uh, he's actually my favorite there because I'm very liberal and a lot of people are very conservative. And I like him because he is, uh, you know, he's a, a very, he's just a wonderful human being. He's not just a great journalist. He is a wonderful human being. But I'm on a lot. You'll see me argue with, like, Hannity and Combs a lot. With Hannity, mostly. Combs is kind of just there. <laughs> yeah, no, that's true. You know what? I have to tell you, Victoria, I, um, I met Alan Combs when I first started working with Playboy, which was probably about 20 years ago uh-huh. <laughs> or something like that. You were, what, about 16 then, Cindy? I was 12. Ah, okay. But Victoria knows that, you know. <laughs> She went to the she went to graduate schools. I just skipped three grades. <laughs> but you know, it's all it's all good. And Alan, it was so funny. He had his little radio show on WNBC in New York. Oh yes, WNBC in New York. And he and I actually, you know, became friends because WNBC also had Howard Stern, and I was a regular going over to Thirty Rock because I would always bring playmates over to the show when I first started my career with Playboy. And, of course, oh, they, yeah. Always, yeah, they always thought, oh, you know, there's the Playboy girl bringing us more playmates. <laughs> right, 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 right. So don't let Alan off the hook. He's been in this for a very long time. Oh, yes, yes. And, you know, I just wish he would stand up to Hannity more. That's the thing, because I just feel that he could be a little bit of a pushover sometimes. Like, I was on recently about, um, you know, the importance of sex education, and, uh, you know, uh, Hannity was just basically like, okay, well, you know, I'm going to give you five questions there, yes or no. You can only answer yes or no, and that's it. And uh, I'm like, well, some questions don't render themselves to yes or no. And he's like, no, you can only say yes or no. And then he starts throwing me questions like, well, should we have cucumber um, demonstrations in high school? Uh, and I said, well, if you can only, yes, I guess, because what are, you know, I'm, I'm only allowed to say yes or no. I mean, we have to demonstrate somehow how to use condoms. <laughs> um, and then he, then he throws a question to me like, so, you know, should we teach in kindergarten? Sammy has two mommies. I said, well, I, that question depends. It depends if, you know, kid being bullied because he happens to have lesbian parents. No, you can only and and I was mad at Alan because he's just kind of like allowing. Oh uh, yeah, allowing I mean you would think he would stick his nose out there and and you know stick his neck out a little bit. And, yeah, he doesn't and, do uh, it enough know. lately. I you know I, I I find he needs to you know he just needs to be a little more combative. But I'm on that show quite a lot. Usually I'm there to uh, you know uh, to. To sort of be abused, <laughs> but that's okay. Well, listen, that's... it's part of, part of the contract. You know goes, what goes on in show business. I mean, you know, everybody has to play a role, Victoria. So, yes. <laughs> right, yeah. exactly. Well, that's one of the things that I think I find so admirable about about you, Victoria, is that you know you never come across as I don't know, like snooty or 
a know-it-all or anything like that. You're so down-to-earth, and you're such a warm person who obviously cares about issues like children and children's education, sex education for kids, um, happy, uh, um, uh, good marital advice for couples and things. And I think that it just it kind of even overwhelms people sometimes when they think, my goodness, can all of that be wrapped up in that one gorgeous package? Well, thank but you. I think I am too caring. That's why I had a hard time time being an attorney because I'm not by nature adversarial. Some people are more right. so. I'm much more, we say, much more of a healer than I am a fighter. So the law you know, career uh, wasn't really my thing, although I do use it quite a bit. Like, I write, um, you know, I am a columnist for Penthouse Magazine. Right. And in addition to the my uh, Ask Dr. Z column, which is sort of the equivalent of the Playboy Advisor. I also write uh, for Penthouse Forum, which is usually an analysis. I pick a case which deals with law and psychology, and I, uh, I like to analyze sex and the law issues. Yeah. But in terms of actually being in the courtroom, I just found it to be really stressful and uh, also pretty corrupt, because I, I actually clerked for two judges, and I saw what went behind the doors, and uh, I just kind of got disillusioned in the whole justice system. Yep, I can understand that. I can certainly understand that. And I think you're, obviously you're, you're getting the word out to a lot more people the way you do um, than, like you say, clerking in some um, musty office somewhere where uh, nobody's getting, you know, much yeah. of your opinion out at all. So, but I love being, um, you know, like I really I found my calling. I, uh, You know, I feel that... I love being a therapist. I love being, um, you know, sex expert and sex educator. Uh, I call myself dating coach, relationship advisor. I find that it's one of the most important areas uh, that you know that exists in 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 the world. It really, right. it's, it's about human relationship and about couples because so much. It's so hard for us to get along. We've gotten so complicated these days. And, and right, you know, it really the, is. I know. I mean, if you think of the fact that you know under. Say a hundred years ago or something like that, um, you know, you you your life would be so much simpler. Even if you because if you had just your professional life to do, you know, you would have other family relatives all around. People didn't move away countries and countries away. If you needed somebody for the baby, you called grandma and she was two doors right. down or something. Different times, different times. Listen, we have to wrap and take a break, but stay tuned for Dr. Victoria Doc and Diane Chandler. Your voice counts. Call toll-free 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. Festivals. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production of 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment.com. That's R-A-K-N 
R O L L Entertainment.com or call 1-818-597-0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio, rock and roll productions, we do it all. www.raknrollentertainment.com Life can be full of risks. One thing you shouldn't take a risk with ever is your family's health insurance. If you're self-employed or an individual and you need health insurance, you need to make this free call and see how the Mega Life and Health Insurance Company can help you get it. They specialize in helping the self-employed and individuals just like you who need affordable health insurance to get it. Here's the number. Call right now. 888-459-4825. 888 459 4825 Don't take risks with your family's health insurance. It's not worth it. If you're self-employed or an individual and you need affordable family health insurance, call now. 888-459-4825. 888-459-4825. 888-459-4825. Not available in all states. Exclusions and limitations apply. North Richland Hills, Texas. Policy series on file. Not licensed in New York. Muscular Development presents No Bull Radio, bringing you the latest news, gossip, and controversy from the world of bodybuilding. Uncensored, uncompromised, and unrestrained in true MD style. Hosted by the infamous muscle mob, Larry Pepe, John Romano, and Dave Palumbo. Welcome top IFBB professional bodybuilders, industry insiders, and characters you won't find anywhere else every week. No Bull Radio broadcasts each Monday at 4 p.m. Pacific, 7 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. If you've ever wondered what the Stern Show would sound like if Howard was a bodybuilding fan, then tune in and find out. Noble Radio, uncensored, uncompromised, unrestrained. VoiceAmerica.com Welcome back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. If you have a question or comment, call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now back to the show, here's Cindy Rakowitz. And yes, I'm back, and I'm going to turn over this segment of the show to the lovely and wonderful and talented Diane Chandler <laughs> to ask Dr. Victoria Drock more questions, and I'm just going to intervene when I'm called in to intervene. How's that? <laughs> Absolutely. All right. I have a question for Dr. Zdrock. Um, I know myself as a playmate, a question that I've gotten 80 bazillion times from everybody, of course, is, what Hugh Hefner really like? Well, what I'd like to ask you, because Hef has had certainly plenty of publicity now, and I think most people do know pretty much what he's like. He's pretty much what he's like on TV. He's always the same. He's just yes. a nice guy. But um, uh, you're uh, someone that you worked with quite a lot, with and knew quite a lot, was Howard Stern. And I really don't know too much about him, and I think a lot of other people outside of the East Coast don't really know too much about him either. And I just wondered, you know, how did you uh, get to be kind of his, one of the few women that he evidently respected? Um, I always heard that when he tried to be, uh, you know, kind of rude and stuff, you were just able to rise to the occasion and smack him down, and yet you still came across as... Uh, you know, poised and you know, correct on everything. I mean, how did you pull that off? You know, he's an interesting individual. With with Howard, he is actually completely different off the air than he's on the air. Oh, he is the sweetest, nicest, gentlest guy of the air. Something people don't expect. A lot of what he says on the air is actually just air. Is what it is. Yeah. You know, he. 
it's amazing. He, um, I, I was on ten times in a ten-year period on his show, and one time I was on with my mom and sister, and he was so sweet to my mom. He was like saying, you know, it'll be fine, don't worry. And my mom's very tough, but he just yeah. went out of her of his way to make her feel like beautiful and wonderful. And uh, and after the show, he just said, you know, uh, he took pictures with us. He's just very, very different person off the air than he is on the air. And uh, oh. one of the few people that's that's really um, uh, a lot of a lot of that like bravado and machismo that he displays and, and cynicism is, is just um, is part of the show. It's part uh, of his act. His, it's just his part act. of it. But you know, even the stuff he says about like recently, he's been saying. I'm not sure. I don't. I want to get married. Blah blah blah. I know he. <laughs> I know he loves Beth and he wants to get married. But it's not something he's ever going to admit. He's going to say, "Oh, I get horny." Then I agree, you know, to the wedding plans. But in reality, uh, he is actually a very deep person, and that's uh, most, what most people don't realize. is very different on the air. But the, the way it came about, I think he does. He likes intelligent women. He likes people who. Uh, he doesn't like women who just. Uh, you know, who he has, he has no choice but to put down in order to make the show interesting. Yes, I see. Yes. So yes. basically, what I did every time is I just took over. If you take over the show before you give him a chance, then he, can, you know, he doesn't have the need to put you down to make, you know, to make it an interesting show. So yes, because I, I think I had heard somewhere that he had uh, a couple of other playmates on, and. Um, Unfortunately, it was one of those situations where they they just couldn't seem to answer the simplest of questions. Oh, my God, that was such a nightmare. I have to intervene. You know what? It was, Victoria, you're going to laugh so hard. You know what? When I had, you know, I got to know Howard, too, and, you know, I always respected him, and what Victoria says is 100% right. He's a pussycat. He really, really is. But but listen to this. I remember when um, Karina Harney was Playmate of the Year. Uh Uh-huh. Okay. So, um, you know, I put her on Howard Stern because Howard Stern, you know, Gary Dilabati and I built up a really good relationship, and I'm sure, Victoria, you have a great relationship with him, too. Yes, yes. And he's a wonderful guy. We share the same birthday, you know, so we're, oh! yeah, so we're close. And I, I, mean, I can see how he would really like you. He likes very strong women. He does. He does. So listen to this, okay? So I take Karina Harney. You know how I try to prep the playmates sure. know, about what goes on in the news and all of that kind of stuff. You know, it was right before the presidential election with Clinton Bush. And how, I mean, I, I would never think, you know, to prep a playmate to think of, you know, who's running for president. Really? Howard, Howard asked the question and she didn't know. I wanted to die. I oh, yeah. oh, my God. Well, you know, just, he, with me, he decided he was going to prove how intelligent I am because I, he didn't believe I had the GD and was going for my PhD. So he, I actually had to play Winfred's money. And I swear, I got the hardest questions in the history of that show because Fred only got like two right, and I only got one right out of ten. But even Fred only got two. So Fred um, prepped. Fred prepped. That wasn't fair. It was so unfair. So after the show, I was angry. I said, "You know what? They were asking me like questions like, what kind of hotel was blown up in Las Vegas in like 1988? Like, who the hell would know something like that?" <laughs> Not fair. <laughs> oh, it's so unfair. So I got angry after the show, and I said, okay, you know, I'm turning. I had to get naked for that. So I'm totally butt naked, and I said, you know what? I'm turning this game around. Enough is enough. I said, 
And they were all asking me if they could fill up my boobs to see if they realized, I said, do you want to fill up my boobs? I'm going to be asking you questions. And if you get them right, you get to fill up my boobs. So I was coming up with these questions right on the spot. I was like, okay, when was the great October Revolution? And they were all looking at me like, and so I was like just throwing, like, you know, these questions at the one after another, you know. And, and, and one of the questions was, what is Sibium? I mean, you know, most people don't realize the whole Sibium that, Howard uses it was I was the one who introduced him to the concept. He had no idea what it was. Uh, actually, Fred got it right, and he knew what the Sibian the machine was, which he now has there. And uh, the funny part, Fred occasionally would get my questions right, and then he would say, "All right, well, I got to feel Victoria's boobs. Can I transfer my next win to Howard?" I said, "No, he has to get it right." <laughs> we kept on going on, and it was like the number one rated show because they were, the whole, everyone was going crazy, you know, trying to guess these questions. <laughs> So then, uh, yeah, it was multiple times, and after that, he would refer to the game as Victoria's a Drugs game. So he would, if the show would get boring with a girl, he would say, okay, let's play Victoria's a Drugs game. You ask me questions, and if I get them right, I get a few boobs. Well, very few women, most women are like, well, I don't know what to ask. You know, so it, it hardly ever worked with anybody else. But that's out of, you know, after that, that's eventually, he loved me. I was on his last show as well, the very last, um, his um, very last appearance on Infinity and part of that crew. And then afterwards, I did the Sex Connection uh, for a year on his show as well. Where we oh, have yes. Questions. Yeah. Right. And the only reason it got terminated is because I lost my co-host. I had a psychiatrist co-host. He answered medical questions. But, you know, this country is very conservative, and he was working for Albert Einstein Hospital. And the person who, his boss basically there said to him, if you continue the show on Howard, I will ruin your career as a psychiatrist. So he unfortunately had to make that choice. And, uh, oh, no, again, it was like the censorship boycott shit Isn't that you always have to face. <laughs> yeah, so now I'm actually looking for, if there's funny, it has to be somebody funny, funny psychiatrist out there. Okay. I'm looking for a co-host for that because it was actually a great show. It was late at night. It was at midnight, and basically... It was an hour of just uh, people calling in with uh, psychological and psychiatric problems, but specifically sexual in nature. And we would like go through like sometimes 20 phone calls in an hour. It was a great, very dynamic show. And Eddie, my yeah. co-host, was awesome. But unfortunately, you know, there's just um, yeah, particularly in academic in academia, there's right. So, there's so there's much. just that stigma uh, about. Um, as a matter of fact, I ran into a similar kind of situation. This is very strange. But a similar situation just the other day um, in another uh, totally different area. But a friend of mine is a very well-known artist, and he has been known he through parts of his career. He has done work kind of along the lines of what Vargas used to do. Um, those those really kind of stylized girls and stuff. And at one point, he did a poster for the Playboy, Playmate, Penthouse um, shows, the, the autograph shows called GlamourCon that uh, many of you may be familiar with. And he did the, the poster, and it was one of these very deco-looking things with one of these cool Vargasy girls on it. And um, I was asking him about doing another one, because he's a a very good friend of, of mine, and he said that he really had trouble in some of the other areas that he worked in where he does really fine artwork, um, um, 
ind- you know, individuals' portraits as well as spends a month or so. Of and he gets, he just gets, um, he says that the traditional art fields really kind of put him down for doing the Vargas type of thing. And it's taken him like 10 years to kind of cover up that kind of, uh, of artwork because the people in the art world are so, they turn their nose up at it. Yes. And uh, so he has to really kind of not do anything like that to be taken seriously. And I think it's the same kind of thing. It's this, you know, Puritanism yes. that uh, uh, just pervades this country, even in this day and age. It's hard to believe. Well, in, meanwhile, you know, all the same people who are judging others for any kind of connection to the adult industry are the ones who are serving the net late at night before in sight. Right. Or right. the one that goes into children, into bathrooms right. and, you know, expose themselves. <laughs> yes, yes, exactly. <laughs> I yes. mean, it's like there's such a, oh, you yeah. know, it's so, hip- it's so hypocritical. They're so hypocritical, exactly. That's it. That's the entire right wing, the whole Newt Gingrich clan and, yeah. and uh, uh, you know, all these, these people. It's always those people that are the most standing out there saying, Oh, we must preserve family values, and and we can't have Harry Potter books in our schools. It teaches witchcraft, and and these are the same weirdos that you know you find get caught, you know, like you say, you know, surfing for kitty porn at midnight. Yeah, yeah. So that's unfortunate, but yeah, but um, I um I I actually have a very good relationship with Howard, and hopefully we'll get uh, that show back on the road because it was a very good show. You know, people are dying for. Uh, sexual advice. So sure. A lot of people, particularly with all men calling up, and men, well, we had a few women, but you know, men have a very difficult time because we women, we can turn to our girlfriends and say, right. you know what, this is what my husband does. Is that normal or not? Is that your? Do-? But men don't really talk. No, men do like not that. talk. No, they talk uh, about football and cooking yeah, and all about it. Men, you know, very one-dimensional. But we have to take a break, and we'll talk. We're going to find. We're going to find Victoria, a new psychiatrist, so she can get back on the air. But we're going to wrap up, take a break, and we'll be back in a couple of minutes. Stay tuned. Okay. Ask the experts. Call toll-free right now, 1-866-472-5787. Hello? And ask our all-star team to answer your question. That's 1-866-472-5787. Thank you for calling. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production of 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. Or call 1 818 597 0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. 
The ability to wield power, shape the environment and the outcome, and the desire to make things happen are essential characteristics of all great leaders. Explore the essence of leadership from an insider's point of view on Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio, international coach, consultant, and advisor to leaders for over 20 years. Get the unvarnished inside story on how leaders in the spotlight take the critical decisions that deliver exceptional, real-world results and why they sometimes spectacularly and publicly fail as well. Tune into Leadership Intuitions for a behind-the-scenes look at what gets great leaders up in the morning and what keeps them up at night. Go beyond the conventional advice about what great leaders are and what they do and learn how to create your own personal legacy as a leader. Leadership Intuitions with Dr. Joseph Riggio broadcasts each Thursday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Leadership Intuitions, Power, Achievement, Relationships. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com Cindy Rakowitz has won more awards than she can hang on her wall, including three Clios. Call in now at 1-866-472-5788 and you can have one. Okay, maybe not, but she will answer your questions. Now back to Stars of PR with Cindy R. And we're back, everybody, with two very strong women talking about men and their one-dimensional way of thinking and the fact that women are able to articulate what's on their minds. So we're so much more evolved and adjusted. But, Victoria, (laughs) on that note, I'll turn it back to you guys, and we could discuss that further if you'd like. Well, you know what it is. They say I try to, you know, I try to... Try to give men their credit. They, the latest studies show that men tend to be sort of they're systematizers, while women are empathizers. So we're just different. They tend to be their mind works differently. It's about systems and how systems work, whereas we're really about relationships and how relationships are central to even to the most career-oriented women. We're still very much relationship-oriented, and. Um, but, but the part of the show that I had on uh, Howard 100 was really about addressing sexual and intimacy issues. And I was surprised how many men. We had uh, phone calls, like, nonstop, literally, uh, like, a hundred lines would um, light up at once because there's a lot of men who have uh, problems, uh, and yet they, ha- they, they won't go to doctors. You know, they never do. No, and no. they either search it on the Internet or um, uh, they, they try to turn... Well, I think sometimes they just tend to, especially when they get, you know, a little bit older and stuff, too, that when they start having some some problems that are normal physical problems, a lot of times they don't, you know, they'll address their blood pressure with their doctor or right. something, but they won't address, um, you know, uh, the fact that some of the medications they go on since begins to affect their performance and their yeah. libido levels. And, you know, where you and I would turn to a girlfriend, um, you know, or, or at least our, our uh, you know, one of the nurses or our doctors, or we'd get a female doctor or something. Guys don't do that. I mean, they don't. They don't go to a special doctor. And yeah, so they don't. They actually keep a lot of it inside. You know exactly. That's it. They hold it in, and they'll they and it increases the stress. Or yeah, it increases. Or they'll um, a lot of times, you know, what they call midlife crisis. They feel they're not performing as well. So a right. lot of times they will actually end up cheating on their. Uh, even on a woman they love, just to prove that they could still, you know, exactly. they could still do it in the sack. Yes. So a lot yes. of times, 
They, they, yeah, they won't process uh, all the sexual dysfunction-related stuff correctly. I, I agree with you. So the shows, I realize how little information there is for men out there because there's sort of this, you know, concept, misconception that men are not seeking the information, they're not reading books. So the book that I have, I actually ended up writing a book for men. It's called Dr. Z on Hooking Up. Good. I didn't know that. Fantastic. Wonderful. Yeah, it's coming out in January with Simon and Schuster, and it's specifically for men. And at first, when I wrote a proposal, you know, the, my literary agent said, "Well, you know, book in the publishing industry, it's considered that men don't really read books, <laughs> self-help books, particularly." It's true, and they right. know. They know because they have to sell them. Yes, yeah. yes. But I said, "Well, because it's really not written to men. You know, it has to be men." men process information differently, you know, it has to be, they're more visual, so I tried to make, my book has a lot of pictures, which is key. <laughs> <laughs> a lot of little captions and pictures and sidebars, easy to process information. Hey, you know, little, little flags and arrows? <laughs> absolutely, little charts, flags, arrows, uh, all of the, that kind of fun stuff. It's a very easy to read book. And it has, uh, it has um, headshots and interviews with both uh, penthouse best and a few Playboy playmates as well. Oh, great! Because I wanted to show guys what it is. Well, it's it's Doctor Zion scoring. So it's everything on how to pick up, seduce, and hook up with a woman. So it's three parts. One is how to approach a woman, what to say. You know, it's all the stuff that men agonize about. You know, yes. what do I say to her? Well, yeah. When do I call her? When I get the number right away, or in three days, or in a week? You know. Yeah. Well, so all that kind of information and interviews with these models and pictures of them. I figured the pictures. Sure. Are so That'll nice. draw them in. Can I ask yeah. you a question? This is like a, this is really um, you know a doctor sex question, and I'm just curious about sure. it from a academic standpoint. You sure, know. sure, Cindy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, I always expose my personal life. <laughs> right. Broadcasted. No, but you know, I really do. I have because I think a lot of people talk about it in you know coffee conversation and water cooler conversation, but, you know, there's this, there's this myth that, you know, I don't know if it's a myth, but I guess everybody's different, but, you know, there's a time, it never seems that women and men are really sexually compatible according to chronology together, yeah. like right. when a woman gets, you know, when a, when a man gets older, he can't, and, you know, yeah. there's all this kind of stuff that always goes on to keep, you know, you know healthy sex. Right. You know, at its peak, so to speak. So, you know, what does, what do people do, you mm -hmm. know, when a woman gets to a point in her life because she's approaching menopause or whatever the case may be, so she doesn't have as high of a sexual drive as she may have when she was younger. Right. So, actually, you know, the man wants to, you know, foreplay and do all this kind of stuff, and the woman just wants to go bang, bang, and go to sleep. I mean, is that common? Well, you know, that, that is common. In the reverse of it is common, too, because... For a lot of men, their sex drive declines as well, and uh, women, I think, become a lot of women become more sexual with age. It sort of peaks, and so what? But however, they realize that, that they require more foreplay in order to get lubricated and aroused. So there's both situations. The, the sexual in, um, the lack of sexual compatibility is the number one most frequently brought up question in sex therapy. So, like, is, the people will come in and they'll say, okay, a couple will come in, either one person 
the husband or the wife wants it, you know, once a week and the other person wants it once a year, you know. That's common. And it's very hard to reach compromise, and it goes both ways. There's obviously, with women, menopause is very critical because the hormone drops do affect not only the libido but also, like, lubrication and pleasure in general. So there's there's treatment for it. Yes, there's definitely treatment, um, various kinds of hormone replacement. I mean, some of it, uh, there's, uh, now, nowadays there's testosterone patches. There's all kinds of ways to address the hormonal issue. Uh, but, and then there is, of course, ways. I think what happens with age, the definition of sex has to change. It's no longer about intercourse. It's really, because uh, men, uh, their performance declines because of the cardiovascular issue and just right. with age. And for women, you know, it may, it may take them longer to get lubricated now because with age. So the whole definition has to change. It's more about, you know, the full body experience. It's more about intimacy and touch and not so much about, you know, the Big Bang. Right. <laughs> so, <laughs> but that's what people don't realize. If you don't reformulate your definition of sex, you know, how you saw it. Right. In, in and I, mean, I think it's true, too. If you've been married, I've been married 26 years. Yeah. And, um, you know, no longer does the hubster ever um, take me for a ride up into the mountains and then jump out and, like, <laughs> try to lay me on the front of the front of the car. Yes. <laughs> you know, well, you now, it. It. now you take him in the car and you try to splay him. Right. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I think I've even heard a couple of times in the last decade, honey, I don't think we should try this while I'm driving. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Well, it changes, you know. You become, unfortunately, a human brain is set up in such a way that you habituate to, uh, uh, to the, the stimulated turns us on. So it's inevitable that that, like, initial phase of limerence and passion is going to uh, sort of slowly, um, well, it, it decrease. So you can't really maintain. There's nothing you could do other than introduce novel in situation novel partners, which is not necessarily something I would recommend always. But you, So it changes from more of a... Um, like limerous-driven passion to attachment-driven, so it's really all a, more, much more about like holding and kissing and and uh, just intimacy in general derived rather than just you know the intercourse and and these uh, uh, you know wild, crazy esca- sexual escapades. Yeah, that you have when you're a kid. Vika, do you think um, that? Um you might at some point in time, I mean, really, <laughs> I hate to say this, I think, I mean, it's like, you know, you're too young to do it or anything, but, but you know, baby boomers and the people my age and things, I mean, we're, we're kind of in the majority now, yeah. and it seems to me that there does need to be a book out there about, because this is so common, I'm finding out, as I talk to more and more of my girlfriends, and, you know, we'll just jokingly say, you know, well, gee, you know, did you get any last night or something? And we just look at each other and say, uh, heart medication. <laughs> right, right. And, you know, well, like, oh, yeah. Sure. What's wrong with me? Because, yeah. you know, if everybody's like, oh, you know, me and my husband have, like, really great sex. I mean, right, right. You know, and we're in our, you know, 40s and 50s or even 60s. It's like, I think, like, a lot of women are like, what's wrong with me? Right, exactly. You know? That's very true. Because you read in all the magazines at, at a supermarket, you know, Glamour and everything yeah. at the checkout, uh, you know, oh, how to have a fabulous love life you into your is, 90s. Yes, there's a lot of it a myth. There really are, and people perpetuate it themselves. 
My friend, a good friend of mine, Dr. Bob Berkowitz, who actually did a few pilots together for TV, he's writing a book right now, and it's actually called Sexless Marriages. Bo- that's Bob Berkowitz, right? Yes. I yes, love him. Bob. Can you tell him I said hello? Oh, absolutely. Yeah, uh, I love him to death, too. And he's interviewing, and his whole premise is that the marriages, majority of marriages are very sexless in America. Yeah. And the reasons why. And yeah, so there's, you know, don't necessarily believe that everybody, uh, you know, past the first couple of years, uh, sex frequency does decline, and it takes effort. And I always say you have to set up dates. It's almost like you have to go back to dating where, you know, you dress up for each other and you go out and you make it an exciting experience. Yes, exactly, and make it a special yeah. special time when there's no kids around and when there's up so that when you get home you don't have to worry about, oh, one of the kids are knocking on the bedroom door, you know, can I yeah. have some water? <laughs> yeah, okay. yeah. Oh, no, that's Or a, in that's... my case, they're usually sleeping on, end up sleeping on top of me. Aww. <laughs> 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 that, that's so terrific. You know what, Victoria, I just want to tell you that, you know, I just checked in with our engineers and I said, hey, are there any um, psychiatrists that can work with, um, you know, Dr. Drock mm-hmm. on, you know, this, you know, sex show and we voice you know, Voice America Motor Box Broadcasting actually does have a very, very articulate psychologist by the name of Dr. Carol Lieberman. So if you oh, want to awesome. talk to her, yes, we yes. could set that up through Diane and through Ruben, our wonderful VP of Operations and Programming, and see whether or not the two of you click. I don't know if it has to be male and female, but I know Dr. Lieberman is incredible. She's been on the network as oh, long yeah, as I have. Absolutely. Great. Yeah, definitely. I would love to talk to her. You know, I think it was Howard's idea, male, female, because he felt that Maybe I wasn't quite representing the male. He wanted like a little bit of a boisterous male on the other side, kind of putting me in my place. Yes, right? yes. Uh-huh. Get a little bit lecturesome. But you can, all, I think you can always, two women can also, you can also have like disagreements and they kind of have kind of that healthy debate. Oh, sure. Yeah, absolutely. Let's take a break. And now I have it out there for Voice America and Motivox Broadcasting to do the search for your perfect partner. And I hope oh, we can help. You. Let's thank take you. a break and we'll be right back for the last segment. Thank you. Talk, talk, talk. That's all we do is talk. If you'd like to talk, call us toll-free right now at 1-866-472-5787. 1-866-472-5787. That's it. That's it. VoiceAmerica.com. Movie premieres, TV specials, radio shows, film festivals, restaurant openings, fashion shows, charity events, yachts, parties. At Rack and Roll Productions, we do everything except make empty promises. Grand openings, book releases, speaking engagements, television, movies, radio. Rack and Roll Productions gets the job done whether it's an intimate party or a production of 2,000 people. In fact, you've probably seen and heard our work on the E! Channel, MTV, The Howard Stern Show, or in the pages of numerous newspapers and magazines. Now it's time for us to assist you. Turn saleability into profitability with the help of Rack and Roll Productions. Visit us online at www.rackandrollentertainment. That's R A K N R O L L Entertainment.com. Or call 1 818 597 0700. Movie premieres, charity events, TV specials, radio. Rack and Roll Productions, we do it all. www.rakandrollentertainment.com. If you want to put the pep back in your step, Chad Lafferty's has just what you're looking for. 
Dance is life. Life is dance. It's only about dance. It's about moving through life with style, gaining awareness of the never-ending, ever-flowing movement that accompanies all of life's activities. Dance is life. Life is dance. Broadcast every Saturday morning at 9 a.m. Pacific, 12 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Radio Network. Be sure to tune in and tap into the limitless healing that dance can provide. Free yourself from the prison of your conditioned thoughts and destroy barriers that hinder your success. Tune in to Empowered Living, Life, Truth, and Being Free with host, speaker, writer, and personal coach Steve Maraboli. Steve and his expert guests take you on a quest for truth and highlight philosophies and strategies that help you release your greatest self. It's time to shake off mediocrity, destroy personal barriers, live up to your greatest potential, and align with happiness, success, and excellence with Empowered Living, Life, the Truth, and Being Free with Steve Maraboli. Broadcasting every Monday at 10 a.m. Pacific, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America channel. Empowered Living, Life, the Truth, and Being Free. Release the power within. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in your brain inspired really fast. All the time. The number one Internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com Get free advice from crisis communications guru Cindy Rakowitz now. Call in toll-free at 1-866-472-5788. Now let's get back to more stars of PR. Here's your host and founder of Rack and Roll Public Relations, Cindy Rakowitz. We're back, and this show really went too fast. I have to say with the two ladies, two beautiful, intelligent ladies, Diane Chandler and Dr. Victoria Drock, I mean, look how fast this went. I mean, I can't just, believe it. I mean, really? one more segment. So yes. anyway, Diane, I turn it to you to ask all the questions you ever wanted to ask <laughs> your, to your really good friend. Well, just a, a couple of things that I think, you know, all of our listeners, uh, or certainly, again, and I hope I'm not leaning too heavily on this issue, but on the, the baby boomer um, men uh, issue, I know that one thing that's kind of uh, helped mentally prop me up and I think it's a kind of a good thing is when um, Vanity Fair came out you know a few years back and they said oh 50 is the new 30 60 is the new 40 you know and and they're encouraging and more and more of the magazines are taking um, you know women who before they you know you, you would only see a girl 19 on the cover now you're seeing more adult women and um, you know even in their haircuts and their fashion and things is, I mean, is there a way that um, someone, or someone especially like yourself, could write a book kind of pumping up the male ego and saying, you know, it almost as a joke, saying, you know, 90 is the new 70, 70 is the new 50, you know, something you like know that. You know when you write that book, it's Hugh Hafner. Yeah, <laughs> that's right, because he's like 80 is the he's new 80 He's 81. Right? He's going to be 82. Exactly. 82 is the new. <laughs> you see this a lot. I think, I think, you know, people in general living long. Longer, we're healthier, uh, and in general, uh, we are a lot more sexual. Uh, even though there still exists a lot of hypocrisy, but people are, uh, you know, couples. The latest research shows that uh, people in their 70s are, are having just as much sex as people in their, uh, you know, 40s and 50s. Of course, they have a lot more time now. Exactly. <laughs> they're retired, uh, and the time is a major factor in that. But yeah, I, would, I, I actually, I'm a resident sex expert for. This company, BadFun.com, and it's really, it's the, the, I love this company. It's, it's their whole um, 
idea is it's fun to be bad. So basically it's about various types of sex toys, sex, uh, various ways of having fun with sex. So, oh! Yeah, badfun.com. And they, they're targeting uh, actually a whole line of toys uh, and uh, adult products to seniors. Oh. It's sort of it's been a population that's been overlooked. But yes. uh, if you think about it, you know, it, it would actually empower a lot of men because some men, not every, not every guy can take Viagra. I mean, it's it's and, and right, uh, they have side effects. Those statins, exactly, Cialis. and it doesn't work for everyone. And, right. Um, uh, you know, why not have fun with with um, sexual toys? Sure, exactly, and little vibrators and things. Yeah. And, and again, I think it is kind of you know it depends on the kind of the um, the area, the country, and stuff. Uh, you know, like anything else, is you have certainly more liberal areas and you know places where you can have. You would a- be surprised. You know the. The uh, people who sell pa- like passion parties and so forth, there are just as many sex toys being sold in the South as there are in the North. Really? Probably more. Probably just, more. Probably more. Yes, <laughs> yes. I just looked up statistics recently. I said, you know what? I was, I'm very surprised. So, um, uh, absolutely. I mean, there's, there's that need everywhere. And, uh, it's, it, you know, sometimes there's, it's great to have assistance. It's not always, you know, people who are disabled, there's, People who are uh, unable to perform for some reason, it's just to have fun. Uh, it's uh, it's a, it's one area that's been that's been underused. I think is uh, right. is targeting yes. to see exactly. I think that's very very uh, that brings up another uh, point. At, uh, very much so, I think is that we have all these um, young fellows coming home from war and they have injuries. And, yeah. you know, I don't think this necessarily should mean that they should have to give up all thought of sex, um, yeah, yeah, you know, exactly. for the rest of their lives, for the next yeah. 70 years. There are other ways that they can have fun. Yeah, we are expanding our definition of what sex is constantly. And uh, it's, not, it's not really about, like, genital areas anymore. I mean, there's so many ways that yeah. you could bring pleasure to each other and, uh, you know, bring orgasm. And in many ways, you're expanding even definitions of orgasms constantly. So, yeah, uh, yeah so this is something we're working on at, at Bad Fun. We're going to uh, be probably writing something as well uh, for, uh, you know, educational, sex educational type stuff, normalizing this kind of stuff for seniors. Oh, I think that would be so wonderful because it just seems I have talked to lots of my neighbors and things like that, and they, you know, they uh, they kind of say, oh, gee, well, we stopped, you know, being involved in any of that years ago or whatever, you know, and, and it's like, or at least, see, that's what they tell their neighbors. I mean, where, you know, they may go home and, and you know, uh, fantasize or something like that, but, um, you know, they don't go out, and they're not proactive. They don't go out and say, well, look, you know, gee, I'm only, you know, 52. Well, I mean, it doesn't mean my sex life is said- over. There, um, many men view sexual, sort of sexual function as connected to their penis. So if they can't get it up, if they're impotent in some ways, or if it, they don't function as well as before, they, they a lot of times would just give it up altogether. Yes, yes. Uh, uh, and so the, 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 I have a book out that's um, been out a few years, Anatomy of Pleasure, The Head-to-Toe Guide to Better Sex, and that's what I try to do. I try to take out the whole... You know, to teach men that it's not a just genital experience, it's a full body experience of sex. And uh, just because your genitals don't function the way they used to doesn't mean you can't have pleasurable sensations. Very exactly. important. I have a question, actually. Um, huh. You know what? Hafner certainly popularized Viagra, and I have to say that, you know, I, you know, I'm always embarrassed talking about my personal sex life, but, you know, my <laughs> husband and I tried Viagra once, and it was 
you know, do a lot of people like laugh at the how unnatural it is? Because I have to tell you, like his his penis became the size of a tray. Right. <laughs> you know, it works best for people who have sexual dysfunction. So if you didn't have sexual dysfunction to begin with, a lot of people, it's uncomfortable. It's, it's like persistent. For some people, it's persistent erection that won't go away. Yeah. And There's a word for that, preias. Yeah, yes, yes. Um, uh, yeah, it's, it's, it's a term. It's a medical term. And but there is, but there's, yeah, not everyone feels that it's comfortable, natural, and that's no. why there's easier ways to, um, uh, to, to, you know, to get over impotence. Other, you know, it won't. You know, Viagra is not the only option. There's lots and lots of different right. options. Dr. Strzok is very down on pills and up on educating yourself. I and, can hear uh, that. I can hear, but it was hysterical. I mean, it's like, oh, my God. I mean, we're so busy <laughs> laughing that, you know. Quick, fill the bathtub with ice. Yeah, I mean, well, just, yeah. There was a movie like that. I remember. I forget where he actually had to be taken to the hospital. Right, right, right. Uh, so, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I can't remember. But, yeah, it's because the thing is, a lot of times when a guy thinks he's having, uh, you know, it's not as hard as it can be. He could still accomplish penetration, and he could still have great sex. It's, a lot of it's connected to anxiety. And yeah. when you go over, so that's why I'm not entirely against uh, medical options, but I kind of view it as the last. Uh, you know, resort because I think we're very medicated in general as a, as a nation. You know, yeah. the minute we don't feel happy, we run out and get Prozac. You know, and what about just sort of working through and finding alternative ways? Right. Uh, so, Dr. Strzok, we're going to have to close here pretty quickly. I just want to ask you one more question, and that is the two books that you've mentioned, um, are they available on your website? Is it, a, is it a pay website that you have to go onto to, to well, find the books? Or, the you know, uh, Anatomy of Pleasure is available. It's available um, on my website, sexysexpert.com. It's also available directly from the publisher, which is a faster shipment than for me. I autograph it, but it might take a while because of my schedule. So it's buybooksontheweb.com. It's, uh, I also have it on uh, CD. I actually recorded it because I know that a lot of people don't have time ah. to read. They just listen. So it's available as a book on CD, Anatomy of Pleasure, The Head to Toe Guide to Better Sex. Again, it's buybooksontheweb.com. And then um, I, the uh, Dr. Z on scoring, that will be coming out um, in January with someone in Schuster, and that will be on my site, um, um, sexysexpert.com, as wow. well as everywhere else. Okay. So listen, we have to, you know what, congrats, I have to say, Victoria, congratulations on everything you have accomplished. I am so proud of you because I feel I know you for a long time. You know, I've watched you grow, I, you know, from inside of Playboy and outside of Playboy, and I am just so amazed with your accomplishments. Thank you so much. Thank she you. is. Yes. Really I, amazed. I, go I buy her the same book. way, Victoria. You know that. <laughs> all right. Well, listen, we are going to all have to go on the air again. Diane Chandler again. will be co-hosting with me. I'm very excited about that, and I want everybody to have a great weekend. Yes. Okay. Do thank you, guys. Thank you so thank much. Thank you so, so much for having us, Cindy. All right. A pleasure. Thank you, Dr. Okay. Bye-bye. Bye-bye.